Good afternoon, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. Um, it's the 28th of September and I'm now going to run through the key developments in markets last week and also our views um, going forward. Well, equity markets had another choppy week last week. Um, for most of the week they were falling and then they rebounded somewhat last Friday and they're up again on Monday. And essentially, um, Markets at their low point, um, middle of last week, were down around 7% or so from their highs earlier in September. And even though this is the largest correction we've seen since the markets bottomed in March, this is, to be honest, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, corrections of 5 to 10% um, are very much sort of to a penny, or to a year at least, um, in most bull markets. So nothing as yet very much out of the ordinary. In terms of why markets um, continue to fall, why it's still pretty choppy out there, um, the major concern at the moment, um, it wasn't at the beginning of this correction. Um, at the beginning um, is really the tech, the big tech names which drove it. They were driving markets down, having um, risen, um, seen very sharp gains earlier in the year. That's now sort of the froth has been blown out of the tech sector and any weakness we've seen in the last week, I think, are much more down to what's going on with COVID and the latest spike in infections in Europe, which is clearly triggering um, a whole load of new localised lockdowns. And it's not just um, Europe and the UK which are seeing um, a renewed spike in infections, but also we have now also seen some uptick again in the States. This is clearly unnerving markets and indeed it has um, knocked business confidence and almost certainly will continue to knock it over the next month or so. Um, we had business confidence numbers out for September last week and essentially confidence declined in both the UK and the Europe and also slightly in the States and this decline was driven by the service sector, the consumer facing service sector rather than manufacturing. Um, the pace of the economic recovery um, was always always looked like it was going to slow following sort of a fast initial spurt. Um, this looks all the more likely given what's going on now. The fact that we have got these new localised lockdowns and the fact that in the UK at least um, there is talk that these lockdowns or restrictions um, could be in place for six months or so. This is clearly going to um, hit business confidence further and further weaken the pace of the recovery over coming months. So that's clearly what's upsetting the markets at the moment. We did have news last week um, from Rishi Sunak um, about a new job support scheme in the UK. Um, this um, will be of some help, but it's not going to be a massive help. Um, the terms of the support are significantly less generous than um, the furlough scheme it replaces. And to some extent, this is deliberate. Um, the government wants to keep the costs down in this new scheme, and also it doesn't want to end up propping up jobs which in the long term are no longer viable. So we are still going to see a significant spike in unemployment, I think, later this year as the furlough scheme comes to an end. So this is, as I say, um, the factors which are unnerving markets and in terms of the UK, unfortunately, it's still the same old story, and that is that UK equities continue to underperform. Um, 
they weren't particularly impressed by the new job support scheme. And in fact, uh, UK equities underperformed by another sort of 2% or so last week. And year to date, they've now actually underperformed global equities to the tune of uh, close to 25%. And what this means is that UK equities um, now make up as little as 4% of the global equity index, um, which is quite staggering how small a portion they now make up. Um, well, where do we go from here? Um, I think we are entering choppy waters. Uh, for the UK, it's not just about COVID. It's also about Brexit. Um, still considerable uncertainty about what's going to happen there. New round of trade talks starting this week. Um, we do need to um, get a deal, or if we're going to have a deal, it needs to be sorted uh, by mid to late October. Um, everyone's agreed on that. So it is sort of reaching crunch point. Will we get a deal? Um, maybe no one really knows apart from Boris. Um, but it does look somewhat more likely, I think, now than it did a couple of weeks ago, um, just because given these new um, localised lockdowns, social distancing measures, um, and given the sort of the fact that the government is already under attack for incompetence, um, it's not clear that it will want to sort of open up another um, way to be attacked in the terms of causing even more, as it were, possibly unnecessary chaos for the economy. So I think the chances of the deal, albeit a very limited deal, have gone up somewhat. Um, it's not just the UK, which I think is going to face considerable uncertainty. The other big thing going on for global markets is obviously the US election on November the 3rd. Um, we've got the first of the presidential debates on Tuesday. And the point is that you know Joe Biden is in the lead, but not by a massive amount. Trump could definitely still win. Um, it's not just um, a fight about the presidency. Um, Congress is also up for grabs. And the other thing at the back of the market's mind is, if it is a close result, then it could be, um, it could be fairly contentious. So all said and done, I think this choppiness in markets is going to continue for the next few weeks. But longer term, um, we still remain sort of rather more positive. Just because whereas at the moment, as it were, all the focus is on renewed lockdowns, Hopefully in the next few months, as it were, the focus of attention will have switched from lockdowns to vaccines. Anyway, on that hopeful note, I'll bring it to a close and we'll be back again next week. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.